0: Um let's let's read Isaiah 55. Um maybe start from this. There's a there's a very um common scripture that we we like reading. Actually this chapter holds two of them. One is verse verse 8. It says for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways says the Lord. Very common. Um um verse 9 says for as the heavens are higher than the earth um. So are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts, um, just to bring clarity to when he speaks of earth and heaven, heaven being higher than earth is not in terms of kilometers, because, you, it, it's in terms of realm. Okay, but anyways, we're not there. Just these are two common verses that people, that we tend to know. Right, that, God's thoughts are not it says here are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways says the Lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts then the second very common verse is verse 11 which says my word will go forth out of my mouth very important amen um the word will come out of, 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 of God's mouth. It shall not return unto unto him void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, or that which he pleases, and it shall prosper in the thing where to he sent it to do. Amen. So those are the common verses we find in Isaiah 55. But I want to give you a little bit of context. Um, that's where context is everything. Because these people were just were just not writing verses as they wanted to. Sometimes he was addressing, they were addressing a specific people, etc. Anyways, so now if you take it from verse 6 of chapter 55, it says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Right? Let me repeat that. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon Upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way. Underline that. Let the wicked, the wicked man, forsake what? His way. And the unrighteous man his thoughts. Right? And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Amen. Let me read that again. I need you to to understand this. It's the wicked man. He says, Call, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked, meaning the wicked man, let the wicked one forsake his ways. And let the unrighteous man his thoughts. Okay. And after you've forsaken your wicked ways, your unrighteous thoughts, you then return to the Lord. Hmm? And the Lord will give you mercy. And he will abundantly pardon you. Bless God. The next verse says, For my thoughts, says the Lord. Listen to this. That for is the same as because. The reason why God is saying, you wicked men forsake your thoughts. Sorry, forsake your ways. And he says to the unrighteous man, forsake your thoughts. It is because he says, my thoughts as God are not your thoughts when I as a wicked man. And my ways as an unrighteous man or wicked man are not are not, are not like your ways when I as a wicked man. I don't know if I'm making sense here. This is the context, and we have to get it from that, from that way. And he says, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your thoughts, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Bless God. Ah, oh, this is awesome. Now he says, If the wicked man will forsake his ways, and the unrighteous man forsakes his, his thoughts, he will return to the Lord, and the Lord will give this man mercy. And the Lord will pardon the man. Meaning the man will be in right standing with God. Hallelujah. The man will be righteous in a, in a nutshell. The reason why God wants you to take away your ways and take away your thoughts. It's because, it's because his thoughts are not your thoughts. Oh man, come on, you have to get this. And his ways are not your ways. Therefore, you need to forsake them. So you enter a realm where now you'll have access into his thoughts and access into his ways. The reason I'm sharing this is because this particular scripture has been taught in the other way when there's no context, where people now, because the things that are happening and they cannot explain what's happening. So therefore, they use this verse to kind of, to kind of, Put in a front that says, hey, we're really not sure what's happening. The ways of God are not our ways. He's not talking to the righteous man. Ooh! He's not talking to the righteous man. He's not talking to a man who has returned to the Lord. He's not talking to a man who has received the mercy of God, who has been pardoned by the Lord. He's speaking to a man who is away from him. He says, for you to get to where I am, you need to come close to me. Seek me. Call on me. Because where I am, there are specific thoughts and ways that you do not know about. So what am I trying to say? There are thoughts of the Lord. There are Ways they are not, they are not just for the Lord. For the Lord, the Lord wants to reveal these things to us. Now, let's check this out. The next verse says, "Because," sorry, my 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 Bible is ten pages. It says, "For the rain." Now, I want you to get context. It says, "Verse ten: For as the rain comes down, and the snow from heaven, hmm, and returns no, uh, returneth not." But watereth the earth and makes it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Like you get that. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing where I have sent it to. In the context of a man who has returned to go, to the Lord, it is then that the word will then come forth, will come out, and when it comes out, it is from the mouth of the Lord. He, through this word, there's things that God wants to share. It's 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 not. You see, there's a difference between the written word, which Holy man wrote, inspired by the Holy Ghost. This is the proceeding word of God. He says it comes out of his mouth. Hallelujah. He says in the in the book of Hebrews, the Holy Spirit is always speaking, but don't harden your heart in a, in a, in a heart of unbelief to a point that you can't hear. Jesus is tempted by the devil in the wilderness. He says, no, turn the stones into, into bread. He says, no, no, no. Men shall not live. By bread alone. Now we're talking of the biological makeup of a man. He needs food for sustainability of the physical body. He says, no, men shall not live. Meaning even the physical body does not necessarily really need uh, or or, or, or fully function because of food. He says, men shall not live by bread alone. But he lives by the proceeding word that comes out of the mouth of God. This is the word he's talking, the proceeding word. Good see, what is God saying today? Because there's a difference between what he said to Moses and what he speaks to me today. But of course, I cannot come up and say, oh, God said to me, uh, tomorrow we're turning left. No, no, no. It must be, It must mirror the whole goal, which is the Christ. You understand? Even Moses, as he stood as a prophet, he says, there is one greater than me whom you must listen to. So meaning already is setting the tone to say, I'm not the person you should be, you should be referencing, referencing more. There is one who must stand up and minister which is was the Christ. Hallelujah. So I'm trying to, to, to clear out the air for you now, to make you understand. God wants you to understand his thoughts. God wants you to understand his ways. You can call me blasphemous, but I'm speaking the truth because it is only those who have returned to the Lord that they will now start receiving the rain and the snow of the word, which will open up or the ways of God. Hallelujah. But if we're not in that position, we will not know. We'll keep saying, oh, no, his ways are far. I'm not a wicked man. I'm not an unrighteous man. The Bible says Jesus has stood before me and God to put me in a position of being righteous, right standing with God. It says I have such boldness because I've got a high priest in Jesus Christ. I have now access into the throne where I can enter the throne and receive mercy and grace in the time of need. So you cannot put me in a position where I'm a sinner. No, it cannot happen. I am a righteous man in Christ Jesus. Amen. So those are the things we need to understand and we need to get the context of it. I wanted to read to you, but because of time, it will take me time. When you read First Corinthians chapter 2, you 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 you, you get he quotes, he 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 starts, he tells them that he, he 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 he's only speaking he's only spoke of Christ and him crucified and then he takes it to another to another gear. Oh I wish I could have read it to you now. He ran right about verse, verse four, five, six, seven. He then quotes Isaiah sixty-four, where Isaiah is crying and saying, "Oh God, I wish you could open up the heavens, and that you may come down, yeah? so that people can see, because there are things that people have not had." They've not seen, you understand, that the stuff that we've not had, you have never seen before. Paul quotes that. He says, it is written that there are things that we have not heard, there are things that we have not seen. He says, but since we have received the Spirit of God, these things have been revealed to us. Hallelujah. So it means where we stand now versus where Isaiah was, I am in a better position. It is no wonder Jesus says to the disciples, hmm? he says to them, the prophets, From The prophets, born of a woman, he says, all all the prophets, they desire to hear the things you are hearing hearing today. Jesus tells them. They desire to see the stuff that you're seeing today. Meaning we are in a position where now even the cloud of witnesses, even the old prophets are like, whoa, what a time to live in. What a time to live in. Where we are crying for heavens to open up. Paul now reveals that these things have been revealed to us by the Spirit of God. He says, now, since we have received the Spirit of God, We are able to know the mind of God. And he says, now that we know we have the spirit of God, we're able, he says, the spirit is able to search the deep things, the hidden stuff of God. He says, these things, the spirit of God reveals to us. Then he says, we have the mind of Christ. The point being that whatever we think God is hidden, is deep, God doesn't want... When you are positioned in the right place, God will share with you his thoughts and his ways. He will share with his kids, with his, with his children, what he is thinking, what he wants, where things are going. The area of gray area, we don't know what God is doing. I don't live there. That's where the wicked abide. That's where the unrighteous man is. You have returned to the Lord. You are in a position where the word comes like rain and snow. And what God says, it's proceeding out of the mouth. So we need to soften our hearts, quicken our ears to hear God. And then we'll have direction. Blessed be to the living God. I just wanted to share that. And I hope it reaches you and blesses you greatly. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.